It's time for that weekly Q&A that we call Splunk Talk. Episode 14th for September 10th, 2010. Dashboard Madness. This week, the real Jeff, Jeff Blake, is back talking about app development. I'm chatting about dashboards and making them faster, and we'll find out what Snoop Dogg and Maverick have in common. Let's get on it. I gotta have more cowbell. Splunk Talk, writing answers without a doubt. We'll help you figure it out. And we're back. We're back again. And so is Real Jeff. Real Jeff? Hey, Real Jeff. Hey, hey. How does it feel to be back in Chicago and on the show again? Well, you know, I really never thought that I left until people said that I did. But no, I'm back. I feel good. I'm, I'm up for this show. I'm, I'm happy to be back. We missed you, sort of. We missed you. <laughs> We, you sort know, of. we have, uh, we had new Jeff on new Jeff, AKA Nimish. And, uh, how, how did he do in terms of, uh, well, let's cut to the ch- chase. Was his laugh as boisterous as mine? Uh, no, not at all. He's used. If you listened to last week, we did end up with the proverbial Jeff laugh at the end of the show. So it's still safe. Okay. His, his was more clandestine, I think. What about parakeets? Was there anything um, bird-related in, he in moved, last week's show? I think he moved those out of the room before he got the... <laughs> yes. We, we had to ask him to move those out because they were kind of distracting. <laughs> yes, Nimish has I, parakeets. I would have never asked him to move his birds. <laughs> yeah, we probably still love them on. I think it's awesome. You know, I, I, uh, I, th- I think it's great. Uh, so, <laughs> speaking of great... And real, our buddy Maverick, out of the real oh. real Splunk Dallas office. What is I up? Fe- hey, I feel very real today, uh, like as always on Fridays. So I'm wondering if you guys feel real too now. I feel real pink right now. Oh, real pink. Okay. Yeah, I feel real pink. Uh, this any, is Michael. Any shade of pink? Yeah, uh, is that, actually, is I, that because I, of your fever? No. No, I had a fever earlier this week. <laughs> Um, no you, pink. I'm feeling so, pink. The reason why I'm feeling pink, this is Michael Wilde, Splunk Ninja guy. I am wearing a polo shirt, which I think you guys made fun of in Plano a couple episodes ago. Popped collar. Not, uh, yeah, right. It's popped now. No, it's popped, popped collar, but it is a, uh, we determined our token hipster, Caleb Potter bin at Splunk determined that the color is Koji Berry pink. K O J I, Koji yeah. Berry Pink. That's just wrong. Yeah, that anyone Berry would pink. even know that, dude. It's so bright. It's a summer <coughs> shirt, and you know. And uh, I thought his name was Celeb. <laughs> it is Celeb. He's it is celeb. now. Celeb is awesome. He's our. Uh, he runs our website and design. Fixie. He's Fixie a, boy. He is the hippest person that I know. I swear, and he's great. He wears That's kind of a low jeans. bar, isn't it? No, it's not a low bar. What are you talking about? I wear Koji Berry pink. God, that's that, pretty awesome. That's, that's not an indicator. Gosh, idiots. <laughs> You're right. Who's the only one here who knows the illegal ninja moves from the government? You know, it's kind of funny. This show was like four hours of prep. We were just bantering for hours. But we do have questions today, surprisingly. So... 
I'd like to totally mix up the order, but then that would just really screw things up. So go ahead. All right, mix fine. It. To be a little bit different today, let's start off with Jeff. And what do you got for us? Is that different? Okay. Uh, here's my question. I put together a dashboard with searches that show different charts from my web, web logs. My dashboard now takes about 25 seconds to completely load. Is there a way I can make this faster? Yes, there is. Um, there's usually about nine ways to make things faster in Splunk. But here is some advice. So what happens often, you are Splunking and you're in the search interface and you're making a bunch of reports. So let's say you're doing web analytics and you've got reports like, you know, top pages that are having errors. Maybe you have, uh, you're doing bytes downloaded by country. And you're doing four or five different uh, charts and maybe some, some data that, are, that, are, that you've done. And you've saved it. And now you've dropped them on a dashboard. And, you know, you rip open the cover. This is kind of what we call a simple dashboard. There's a bit more advanced, it's called advanced XML that you can use. So the dashboard is rendered, uh, configured in XML. And what, you, what you'll notice is if you put those simple searches, those searches on a dashboard, and you sort of press go, they all, all those searches are all running. One, two, three, four, they're all running. Well, the web logs actually are the same search. The same data is being extracted from those events. So first, check out the docs and look for the developer manual and go to the section on creating advanced views, advanced dashboards. Um, that'll help you understand that you can have total control over the modules that are displayed on the screen, what order they run, how they get loaded, and so on and so forth. And there is something called hidden post processing. So if you think about it, if you just back up, you could probably run one search, like source type equals access combined. You pipe it to stats, um, count by, or stats count, and every single field that you need statistics for for every single report. Bytes, error code, page, everything. Okay, so you just have one search that collects all the statistics. And you can have this this search run at the top of the dashboard and then um, use something called hidden post process for every single dashboard pane. This sounds kind of complex, but the cool thing is you have one search that runs, Splunk retrieves all the statistics, and then you basically say, okay, I want a top. Okay, I want to show bytes by country name and that post process is taking the search results you collected once and then changing the way they get displayed on the dashboard. Um, it makes the dashboard run a heck of a lot faster and it's really a, it's really efficient. Um, I'm working on this myself with Splunk Talks analytics uh, dashboard, which I'll talk about a bit later. So um, something else to consider, um, I noticed your question didn't specify how many charts were in the dashboard. And one of the things I come across a lot working with customers in dashboards is they will tend to, when they're new to Splunk, they get excited. Hey, I can put everything and everything is in one place, one central pane of glass. I can get to all my stuff. And they, they put 
25 searches that render 25 different charts on one single dashboard. Well, in reality, that's going to run 25 searches and try to display and render everything at once. So if you're not doing some of the other tricks we've talked about, like summary indexing and other things to, to make those faster, you may want to create more than one dashboard and put the, the specific searches you want on each one and maybe have it only, you know, two or three to where then it will, you know, the two or three will come up a lot faster than 25 at once. You still have everything in one place. You can switch from one dashboard to the other, make it very specific and switch around, but, but you don't have to, there's no, technically you don't have to have everything on one dashboard to get use valuable use out of it. Good, good point, Maverick. Good point. I got a question for y'all. Real time search is pretty sweet. It is. On my dashboard, I have an events list that runs a search showing a five-minute window of errors. It's totally ugly. How can I make it look better? You know how? Yeah, I, I actually, I do. Um, I actually Sweet. helped somebody with this. <laughs> Yesterday, I actually helped someone with this. So one of, the, one of the things that some people don't realize, I think, when they're first using the product, or even if they've had it for a while... Um, uh, and you start putting things on dashboards, the, the panels, you have different options for displaying the same search. So you can have one search, and that's one of the things that our technology does that other technologies don't do is because of the how we do it, right? You can have a search and then render it different ways. You can render the chart version, you can render the events listing, or you can do uh, a data table listing or a single, uh, like a traffic light type of a single listing uh, view. So in this case, if you're doing events, so having events show up, um, you can change the option on the panel to be a data table. Now, if you're going to do that, though, you need to kind of be conscious about what that's going to do and uh, as far as when it's displaying it. Um, so one, one of the things that we uh, usually help customers to understand, like in our training classes that we give and when we work with them, we, we say, you know, you pipe to a new command at the very end of your search called fields. So if you're not familiar with this command, you can look this up on splunk.com in our documentation. You pipe to fields and you can add in with a little plus sign, you can add in only the fields that you want to be in your data table displayed. And you can put them in the order that you want them to appear across the top. When you do that and save that search off and render it as a data table type in the panel, in the, in the simple search, right? I'm assuming we're using simple search here. It comes out really, really nice and looks really formatted really nice. And you can even, there's options to add the page and patch later. Um, so you can, you know, go through 10 at a time and kind of go through a, a large data set very quickly. And it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. I think, I think it's sweet. It's awesome. There's, there's, yeah, the, the paginator is nice and all that, but um, there's other things that you can do to continue to make it look pretty or non-ugly, I guess. And uh, the, one thing you <laughs> neglected is if, if you do have more fields than the formatting allows within the dashboard itself, you, mm -hmm. you do need to have things like the ability to wrap the, the events and all that. And that all folds into um, being able to use some of the extended functionality, which is in uh, advanced XML, which as part of my personal crusade, everyone that uses Splunk should eventually become proficient with that. There's so much more you can do with advanced than you can with simple. And, um, it's just, uh, that, that's, that's the key thing there. You can do, you can also do things that I just finished up on a proof of concept, which is use event rendering. So in addition to having the formatted stuff look really nice, you can actually factor different things in, like you can highlight specific event types or you can have different colors for different source types. There's all kinds of other things that you can do that help the user look at um, 
a very segmented view of the results in a very user-friendly way. That's pretty awesome. I think that we need to show that. We need to, I need to have we you should, show that to everybody. I'm, I'm just happy you're on a crusade. I think this Jeff on a crusade <laughs> is cool. Real Jeff on a crusade, on a real crusade. I'm fo- I'll, I'll follow you. I'm already following Through the desert. Any, anywhere he goes, I'm going. The awesome. Knights Templar of Spunk. <laughs> I have a question. We'll get to you in a second, Maverick. We'll get to in a second. There's some right. stuff. There's some stuff going on. We have to oh. pay the bills. All right. <laughs> we have to pay the bills. Uh, there's always, it's always good to remind people things happening. I don't know if you have been spending every waking minute on our website or on the blogs, but John Mark Walker, who is our community dude at Splunk, he handles all that stuff like Splunk Base forums user groups he helps facilitate those he's got this app contest going on and it's a monthly app contest so um you know you develop an app and post it up on splunk base and the first winner is going to be announced i think it's going to be next friday um but the app of the month contest you can get you can win stuff uh, for the best overall app or add-on, the lucky winner will receive a gift certificate of 500 bones from Amazon, which is cool. Or Think, cool. Think Geek. Like if you want to get some stuff from Think Geek. You can get That's even better. I like that one. It is. Um, I'd probably go for Amazon because you can buy bread on Amazon. You actually can have bread mailed to you. So you can use bread to buy bread, basically. Perhaps. Uh, Runner-up gets 250 bucks. Um I think the rules are everyone but Nimish can do it. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't say that. So Nimish could win and buy. I tried to make it say that. Nimish could win. Nimish could win and buy. If we're measuring food. by volume, none of us stand a chance. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I don't think I don't think employees are you know Splunk employees are allowed. I think it's strictly customers. He, he may quit just so he can win. <laughs> and that would be that would be kind of terrible um so there's that check that out um of course we've got things like the sands uh trade show and um splunk live in paris coming up on the 21st and all that so a lot of stuff going on there and um and mexico city mexico city that's awesome i'm not going but i'd love to you can go to paris I'd love to go to Paris. I've never been there. Someday. Maybe when my kids are about eight. But right now. <laughs> right now, that's not about to happen. Um, eight? What? Why, why eight? Because. They're why, just, why not nine? Okay. Or seven? They're just too young right now. Okay. okay. Fair enough. He's got in his mind. Leave him alone. Maverick, what do you got? You do you have a question for us today? I, I, I feel. Spe- I mean, speak. Yeah, speaking of Splunk base, it's very like a coincidence or something similar because you talked about that just right now. And the question I have is also a kind of Splunk base related. So the question goes like this: I have a con. I have constructed a dashboard with searches and charts that work perfectly, and I want to package it up to upload to Splunk base. See, it has Splunk base related. When I tar everything up in my app and I install it on another host. Some of the searches don't work anymore. What? I have everything in one app. What could be possibly for fizzle going on, Shizzle? That was like um, 
Peter O'Toole and Snoop Dogg. Sort of. All, yeah. all in one. All in one. Hack is I'm whack. I'm blown away. Hack is whack. <laughs> <laughs> who, we'll who knows the answer to that? Who knows how that? Why that would happen? Why I that? I do because I I lived through the pain and agony of it recently. You did. <laughs> Luckily, the parakeets were there to help me. Um. Yeah. So so here's what happened to me. I I tried my darndest to get everything built. So all of my knowledge objects, all my searches, all, all my dashboards, I I ensure that everything was built into my um, app directory, Etsy, my app directories. Uh, when I packaged it all up and put it on another machine, uh, I was co-developing on site with a, with a customer and they were doing some stuff. I was doing some stuff. When we packaged it all up and put it on another box, uh, half the searches didn't work, uh, mostly because there were some event types and some things that actually got created in the UI during our development. And there's a the thing to recall is that there, even if you're explicitly building things in your Etsy app directory, um, there's pieces and uh, artifacts of the knowledge objects that get written to other directories outside of that. So a good example was the eventtypes.conf was actually updated in a directory called uh, Splunk Home Etsy Users admin, admin in our case, because we were all logged in as admin. So there's an entire hierarchy of uh, Splunk directories under that, which captured the event types modification. And we had overlooked pulling that out and putting it into the Etsy app default directory that we were packaging up for, for our target. So those are the personal objects are there. Um, yeah. And in sometimes the global knowledge objects will end up in those directories as well. So it's just important to to go to all the places that could potentially uh, have those get those things captured if you're using the UI for this development. And it's especially difficult when you've got multiple people working on the same project, which is what our issue was. Yeah, it can be kind of confusing sometimes with apps. Um, objects you create like searches or event types and views and stuff and the permissions associated with them because by default everything is private and then you you elevate the permissions but sometimes it's hard to figure out where stuff is and we were kind of talking about this earlier like it would be nice if there was sort of like a developer mode of Splunk where you know everything just got dumped into the apps directory at, you know I think or if someone hasn't submitted an enhancement request I'm sure someone has I'm gonna submit one myself because I'm in the process of doing some app development right now. Probably not. Well, I might upload it to Splunk base possibly for the podcast analytics, but we'll see. So sounds we like we need another crusade. We should oh, have all. Yeah. We, we don't need have. another crusade. We already have one. That's your crusade. I we, we don't need another hero. I think oh, that, actually we've been holding out for a hero. Okay. That was Tina Turner. That would be cool. That would be cool, though, to have uh, listeners all send the same enhancement request at one time. That would be cool. Yeah, that, that's where we were going with that. Yeah. <laughs> what did we learn this week? What did we learn, learn this week? I learned that uh, you can buy bread on Amazon.com. When did you learn this? <laughs> about about four minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> and I just learned that I'm I've moved up to 13th on Splunk Answers. I'm holding there, and I'm about to overtake V. She's on there as, I think, Hula Hoop or Hula something. Hoop. 
I'm about to, I'm going to try to, uh, but I have 65 I, I, questions and 25 I don't think answers. you're supposed to give people's identities away. That's like a HIPAA violation. I Sometimes. think it is. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, we've been, I've been getting, hearing a lot of um, requests for a HIPAA app. See, smart. see how I served that up for you? See that? What, what, served what? What are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, I've been hearing a lot about about that, and um, I, I'm, I, I mean, you know, people use this for all kinds of compliance, right? Kind of out of the box, we we help you meet compliance like automatically, just because just because we're Splunk, but people want more specific around HIPAA, which is kind of cool. So that, I'm I'm hoping we're going to see more more around that. So if you if you want to send, if anyone's listening now, want to send in a request for a HIPAA app, do it now and let's swarm them. Sweet, the HIPAA Tuesday. I learned a bunch of stuff. <laughs> First of all, I learned that there are Jersey Shore Halloween costumes. <laughs> really? Are you going to be Snooky? Nope, dude, I'm going to be Situation. <laughs> do, they, do they make one big enough? Uh, yes, they do. Is it like a big, does it cinch up your midsection? It, it actually is a midsection. And Nice. Are you going to yeah. get a, a, a blowout haircut? Uh, actually, I'm just hoping to get hair. Really? <laughs> Just any kind of hair would work. All right. Uh, I learned also, I learned about that hidden post process thing. But so in to help the crusade of Blake uh, about XML, the one of the challenges that people have is starting from zero. Okay. So I made this dashboard that has a bunch of analytics on it. And oh, crap. Now I got to go back and do the advanced XML. So um, if you go to your view, so let's say you pull up your dashboard and you know the URL in the top of the URL bar, at the end of it, um, let's say it says, you know, apps, dash, uh, apps, my app slash dashboard. If you put a question mark and you say show source equals one, in all one word, show source equals one and hit enter or return or any, it will give you this like cool tree view of all the modules, but it'll also give you a window, a text, big text box that has your whole previously simple dashboard converted into advanced XML. You can take that whole thing and copy it and put it into a brand new view. And now you have an advanced XML version of your own simple dashboard, which you can then, you know, change and tweak. So you're not completely starting from ground zero. Um, another thing that I learned, Maverick, well, we knew that Maverick is a prolific songwriter, um, but he is also on Semantic slash Snoop Dogg's website called hackiswack.com. And go over there and look for, matter of fact, if you go over there or go to bit.ly slash hackmaverick and you can see Maverick's totally badass uh, nerdcore um, entry for that contest. It's pretty cool. Maverick is really awesome. And lastly, the Splunk Talk analytics are live. I think I was talking earlier about how, I, earlier in another episode, how I was doing some analytics on the podcast. And now they're live, they're open to everyone. So if you go to uh, Splunk Talk's website, which is bit.ly or bit.ly slash Splunk Talk, it'll take you to the webpage where you can subscribe. But down at the bottom, there is a link that says Splunk Talk Analytics. And if you click on it, it's gonna take you to Splunk and it'll automatically log you in 
and you can see the weekly analytics. So I basically have it set up to show what's happening in the last week. We're up to like 245 listeners a week, which is pretty kick-ass. And you can get a diff- some different dimensions on um, Windows versus Mac users. Cool. Uh, I've, or, um, mobile users and where the mobile listeners and where they are in the world. Uh, and a bunch of other cool statistics out there. So um, check that out. A lot of stuff. I learned a lot this week, which is good. I think my head's going to explode. So. Woohoo. Woohoo. Excellent questions. Number 14 episode. I'm so proud. It is. We made it. We're doing this every week. It's awesome. And people listen, and we love it. If you want to be a part of the show, if you want to be on the show, we got a decent mic. We could probably make that happen. Uh, email splunktalk at splunk.com. If you got questions, uh, if you got suggestions, if you want to uh, just talk about whatever, if you, we're here to listen. Stuff. Yeah, we're here to listen. Uh, have a great week. And happy spunky. Y'all better watch out now. Because Spunk is about to take over the world. One game of shakers.